Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, and with me is the woman who rickrolled herself by yawning, Deb. Okay, in my defense, it was the Mario Rickroll remix. Uh, by I Fight Dragons. And I'm sorry, I yawned, and suddenly, mid-yawn, it was in my head, and then I started singing it. Uh, and just... you were properly horrified. Yeah, just yet another song we're going to have stuck in our heads. I think we'll be DJing most of this episode by well, singing... Well, uh, we're slightly delirious. We've yeah. We've had some Red Bull and maybe something else. Deb had some Jameson. <laughs> so this should be an interesting episode. Um, what does the fox say? <laughs> yip, 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 yip. Okay, so I did this to a friend, and actually this is the day I need to get back to him. So we talked about the fox last week. And I read up some more on it, and the guy who did it is actually a, a comedian and a TV host. I didn't know that. Yes. So it makes slightly more sense now. However, no, it doesn't. that video has been marinating in my head for a few days, and then I just, I had to let, it's like the ring. I had to subject other people to it, so they would have to have the weird thought process I did. And it's now been a couple of days since I asked Tony to, to, to watch the video, so I'm going to talk to him today and see how it's marinated in his head. Yep. And then my equivalent of that was I showed you... Black women hugging, black women hugging. It really is kind of like the ring, where you get a video that just doesn't make sense, but makes you laugh, and then you have to make somebody else watch it just so they have the same weird thought process about it, and you're like, I think my are friend they trying to figure it out like I'm trying to figure it out? Or is it just kind of sitting there? I think my friend Ryan got, got the song stuck in his head and then just subjected me to it so he wouldn't be alone anymore. You gotta pass the virus along. Yep, you yes. gotta you gotta hit record on that. Uh... I was gonna say he's like the outbreak monkey. <laughs> he's patient zero. It's not a nice way to talk about Dustin Hoffman. Oh, like I said, he's. I did he's a really pati- good hook impression a couple days ago, by the way. What circumstances were you in that you needed to do a hook impression? Uh, fuck, I don't remember off the top. The of my only head. thing I ever think about hook is I just had an apostrophe. Mm. I think you mean an epiphany. Lightning has just struck my brain. Lightning. Saves me, saves me, saves me. No, um, no, I remember what it was. It was uh, uh, one of my coworkers who's uh, quite young um, was talking about... It's cool. I know. Um, was, was talking about wanting kids, and I was like, no, don't, don't do that. Um, too, you're too young. Like, and just, she's in her early 20s. It's like, no, just keep... Keep fucking up your life. Like, that's what your 20s are for. Doug, you realize that some people eventually are going to have to have children, being that I think you're going to stop at one, and I'm going to stop at zero. Counting to none. But, um... Like I said. But no, so I, uh, uh, I was telling her about, um, when, um, I think, I can't remember if it was Jack or the daughter. I can't remember the daughter's name off the top of my head. Um, uh... I think it was Margaret. I mean, I was going to say Margaret. I said Magrat because I've been reading Terry Pratchett, and there's a character in there that's supposed to be named Margaret. But her mother misspelled her name, so it's Magrat. It sounds like a Skeksy name. Magrat. Skeksy. Skeksy. Gelfling. Gelfling. It smells like Gelfling. Ugh. Worst Nirvana cover ever. Um. Oh. Smells like Gelfling spirit. Oh. Here we are now. On Land Striders. I got nothing after that. Um, solid something gold, about Fizz Gig. I don't know. It's solid gold. Um, it's solid something. No, so uh, I was talking to her, and I I did the uh, the uh, the the monologue where he goes off about how um, 
what parents are like before they have kids. He was like, you know, like, uh, I'm not doing it as well as I did at that point, but I was like, you know, uh, before they had you, uh, parents went out and they had fun and they did this and they did that. And like, and then about resenting having yeah. children and about how their parents don't want them back. And I did that. And I was like doing like the, the like, uh, Jim Carrey, Carrey Elwes claw, but it was like the hook. Ooh, and it was the like, oh, the claw. Yeah. Just awkward. Um, but like, yeah, doing the hook and, uh, she just stared at me, and I was like, nothing? Honey, Hook is a terrible movie. If she hasn't seen it, good on her. Just listening to a Nerdist where they talk about um, I really losing wanna... losing the crowd while making a, a bogus journey joke. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you're right. Like, if I said station right now, like I just did, only a handful of people are going to fucking get it. Yeah, but you say station, and I start thinking station to station. and then Station. I start... No, and then I start singing Bowie in my head. This is Bowie to Bowie. Can you hear me out with a man? Oh, yeah, man. This is Bowie to Bowie. I can hear you loud and clear, man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. See? I'm picking you up on my radar screen. Damn it, we need to stop. Creepy old bastard, you. Which, by the way... Fucking, to this day, I'm still mad that my friend Rob wanted to leave that concert and then they I was like no they, they're gonna do Bowie and they're like you're not gonna do Bowie they totally we, I heard it walking to the car I was like fuckers all I did all I wanted was to see Bowie I have to tell you though I have that same problem every time I go to Electric 6 and it has to do with the place that they always play it's way too far down Larimer Street and I know too many bartenders on that street so I always just get wrecked every time I see Electric Six. Actually, I was just talking about... Um, I think they're coming back soon. They normally come in October. I think they're putting out a new album. Yeah. We should look um, I'm on the Larimer Lounge um, uh, mailing list. Okay. So. Um, but I know, for I know, no reason. I know but... far too many bartenders that work on Larimer Street so every time I walk down that street to go to that show I just get wrecked on the way and then wrecked on the way back. You know, it's funny. I was actually talking to someone about, I think the last couple of times we've seen Electric Six, which just blur into one big time. It really does. Because I get so... It blurs into one big I get time, so except aw- for me and drunk Becky. Awesome. Like I said, except for me and Becky making fat jokes about some girl, which I should feel bad about. She was wearing the most unflattering outfit ever, which every time I think I should wear stripes, I see a reason not to. Um, and then someone dropped a house on their sister. Um... <laughs> That house was the other girl because she was so fat. Oh. Um. No, I was Damn talking it, about how work out. the the show where we uh, it was uh, I think you and Meg. Um, um, shout was, out Meg. It was me and Meg, and I believe Beck was there. No, no, it was Laura, my friend Laura. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, there, Laura. And we were making fun of one of your coworkers Shakers. so hard for being a hipster d bag. He wasn't a hipster d bag. He, he was, was dressed like a hipster d bag. Well, you were like, you had like an issue with him wearing his hood inside, and he, he was wearing his hood up in the middle of the summer. But then and that we was, were drunk. Was that the? Yeah, we were all drunk. And Irma was, was there, that, wasn't she? Or was that? She yeah, was there the time before. I think no. It had. By the way, hey Irma. Hey Irma. Um, Hope you're listening. Come talk about Star Wars with us sometime soon. I'll talk to her about that when I see her later today. Um, but, uh, no, and I was talking about uh, Doug getting dancy. And it I was. I love dancy, Doug. Because uh, you remember, like, the crowd kind of parted, and I don't know if it was because I was throwing elbows or not. I, but I then think I it ended just up. kind of happened. happened. Because I was doing, like, the sprinkler, the running man, the cabbage patch, the hustle. You had a pretty I was doing good, the Charleston. You had a pretty good coffee grinder in there, too. The, what's a coffee grinder? It's basically like the cabbage patch. Yeah, man, I was... And then, like, someone tried to take my beer, and I didn't know if it was, like, they were taking it to have a sip, or you guys were, like... 
I think we uh, were taking it so you didn't clock somebody with it on accident. Because they only have the PBR tall boys. They don't have regular PBRs. So it was just tall boy after tall boy until Doug thought he was a fucking solid gold dancer. Like, I was fucking... But we were all like that. That's kind of just the nature of the Laramie Lounge. I was Lounge, fucking... Because the venue sucks. Doug Travolta Like I said, the fever. venue sucks so bad that you have to dr- kind of have to drink to make it okay. And don't get me wrong, it's the perfect size venue to go see Electric Six yeah. because they always sell out the place, which is great. It's yeah. wonderful seeing a packed crowd like that for something like Electric Six. But it's not a good venue at all. No, it's just not a good space. I mean... I would love to see them over at the Ogden or even all the um, way up at the fucking... Um, I think the Bluebird would be there. There we go, Bluebird. I think Bluebird would be probably their biggest venue you in, know in the Denver. worst thing is? I mean, I'm totally going to date myself by saying this, but I have just so many good memories of the Ogden before they redid it. You're talking about the Fillmore? No. Do you, you remember they redid the Ogden about... God, it must have been like eight to ten years ago. I don't. Ago. I remember when the Fillmore got redone because it used to be the Mammoth. Yeah. No, this was after that. It was the Ogden before they redid the place, and it was just kind of shitty and concrete. But I have so many good memories of seeing Oh, I do remember there. that they redid yes. the Ogden. I do. Excuse me, I do remember that. Yeah, like I said, it's not a big deal. I just have so many good memories of seeing... Because I used to go almost every week when I could still handle going to shows and see something at the Ogden. That was, I think, was it the Ogden? No, it was at the film where it was the, the first show I actually felt old. Was, um... Rob and I went to go see, um, I think it was Typo Negative opening for Cradle of Filth. I was there. We've had a conversation about this show. Uh, where I think I, I think this was the show, because Rob had just... This was the show where the air conditioning was broken, if you remember correctly. I don't. And there is nothing funnier than, and this is high summer in Colorado. Then the goth face is melting. Yeah, there's nothing funnier than makeup melting off goth kids, but if you remember, it was so bad, everybody started passing out from heat exhaustion, and they actually sent out security with bottles of water to pour in everybody because everybody was passing out from all the heat. I just remember that I think Rob was recovering from um, a broken foot. Ooh. And um, I had already hurt my knee at that point. Uh, and it had, you know, healed as well as it's going to. Um, but Rob and I were in the back because we couldn't really mosh and couldn't really interact on a crowd level. See, it was on first tier against that rail. And uh, we both were like, oh God, we're the fucking, we're the old people in the back. I get it. I want to say I want to say it was a Slayer show, but I'm pretty sure it was the 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 typo Cradle of Filth show. It was um, a good show. High five. Yeah, it was a great show because it's Peter no, Steele could say, only hang for three fucking songs, so I didn't have to put up with like them. Like I said, it's no Damien Border, but it was a good show. I haven't heard Damien in a long time. They do a great cover of uh, you know, Twisted Sister. No, we Sister. really need to look up some kind of show for us to go to together at some point. That's not. Electric I'm sure Electric Six. Six. Well, I would have had I gotten uh, had I won those tickets from Detroit Cobra, Cobras. I would have taken you. Hmm. You probably wouldn't have. Well, you might. You would have. I'm just. I'm so cratchety at this point where I just like I said I only want to interact with people on my terms. So going to shows is not great for me. Well, it's because it been... I'm selfish and tired. I'm a nerd and I don't like change, therefore changing a social setting to me is pretty much a new level of hell. Like I said, it's because I'm selfish and tired. Oh, well. I'm just selfish. So, I really can't leave you alone at a hot topic, can I? Nope. Don't get me wrong, I appreciate that I now have two kick-ass Doctor Who t-shirts. You have two kick-ass Tardis shirts. It's even themed. Yes. I was going to say two kick-ass Doctor Who t-shirts because of you, but... Does the other one fit? I haven't tried it on yet, and I'll go try it on in a minute. Okay. I'm sure it fits fine. It's a girl's large. Okay. 
<laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> girls large is still a girls large. I, uh, yep. But like I said, what else did you buy at the Hot Topic this time, Doug? This time I walked in with a coupon and things were on sale. So you got another, like I said, you got your second TARDIS shirt, which you're wearing. We'll take. Um, like uh, oh, and I'm, I'm totally wearing my Doctor Who shirt as well. Or one of my new Doctor Who shirts. I, well, uh, we'll have to take a picture of us so you can see both the shirts. Yeah. Um, but you got your TARDIS shirt. I got uh, my Vitruvian, uh, my Da Vinci Vitruvian Man uh, Weeping Angel shirt. Um, once again, I told you I, I just I, I don't know I, I I just can't wear a shirt with like Matt Smith or David Tennant on it. That you just don't want to commit to a doctor yet, do you? It's not that. It just it's so on the nose. I'd rather wear. Well, then I like the villains so much fucking more. I mean, Moffat's fucking villains are amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'd just rather wear like kind of a generalized like a TARDIS shirt or a Weeping Angels or a Cyberman shirt or whatever. It's weird that the TARDIS is my favorite character. And yes, the TARDIS is a character. Yes. Um, I, I still like the idea that uh, she stole the doctor <laughs> from the Doctor's Wife episode. Um, but, um, what was that? Oh, yes. So, and then I bought a bow tie for Halloween. Um, and? and, yeah, the the piece de resistance uh, may or may not, I did, uh, buy a Deadpool mask <laughs> as a impulse buy just to wear while I was recording the sports show. Um thought oh fuck it i'm gonna wear a deadpool mask that and the coupon didn't work for the shirts on sale so yeah, you told me. really the coupon paid for the mask yeah what you gonna do um and uh Free deadpool mask who's gonna say pretty no much to that? oh yeah um and everything was on they're running a early halloween sale so everything was like discounted it was fantastic I really need to get my shit together about halloween one of my girlfriends wants us to do a, a two-person costume like we always do and i almost are you always... gonna be a horse no fine was... you be the ass you're an ass. Uh-huh. Oh, you haven't seen Top Secret ever, have you? Of course I have. Yeah. I was going to say, yes, I know what you're talking about. But I normally do... I know a little um, German. He's over there. <laughs> I normally do uniform-themed costumes, but I've kind of run through all of those, because I've done, like... I was going to say, I've done the Boy Scout, I've done, like, the Army Girl, I've done the Cop, I've done... I was going to say, in the sailor outfit, I've done a little Army Girl thing. I've, like, I've done almost every uniform-themed costume. And she wants to do a... Th- a Milk person? person? Milkman? I haven't done Milkman. Ooh. I'll keep that one in mind. I think my favorite is still Boy Scout, just because there's nothing funnier than me trying to put on a Boy Scout shirt and only being able to get two buttons done, so I just wore it with a red lace bra. Do you end up looking like that? Did you ever see Fun Size? No, I never saw Fun Size. Uh, uh, Ricky Lindholm plays like a... It, her costume's like a... Just like a, an anime character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a Boy Scout mixed with a Sailor Moon costume, <laughs> which Lindholm pulls off. That's, I think that's when I was kind of like... Ricky Lindholm's hot? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Not when you saw her naked in Hellboy? No, that was anticlimactic. Uh, Hell Baby. Which, Sorry, Hell Baby. I, yeah, I do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think that was my, like, I was like... Whoa. Well, I only thought with her naked and hell baby is she looked like she used a lot of spray on tan. Anyways. Well, and she was on the people are going to see me naked diet. Oh, no, she looked great. She, she talks a lot about that on, on like Douglas said, movies. Like I said, no, she looked fantastic. Oh, did I text you about the new Douglas movies? No. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. John Hamm, Nick Offerman, oh, Werner Herzog. Yeah, you told, did tell me about God that. damn brilliant. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so... I actually have got our non-turn watching something that will suck you in for a while, but it's not like one of those must-haves. When I was convalesced a couple years ago, 
a friend of mine brought me the first season of Chuck. Mm-hmm. I really like watching it in big groups. Like, I can't imagine watching it week to week just because, I mean, it, it draws you oh, in. Oh, you mean binging as opposed to watching it with a group of people. Fine. I no, said, no, no. I, I should have said clusters. Yes. I yeah. like, like I said, I like binging on it because, like, I can't imagine watching it week to week. But, I mean, watching a few episodes at the same time when you're already kind of locked into their universe, it's really, really enjoyable. I mean, it's about a nerd who is forced into being a spy. It's cute. I really like it. Like I said, and I kind of like I said, I accidentally got our non-turn watching it because he came over and I was watching it, and he's like, "Oh, this is interesting." It was. I the premise seemed a little silly to me. The where premise is totally silly, but once you buy into that, it's fine. He gets YouTube sucked into his head or whatever. It was like I the internet, the tesseract. Yeah, that's what it fucking is. Um, but it's more the fact that I like some. No, of the, what are they? They, do, they call it something like the that. intersect. The intersect. Like I said, I like the secondary characters a lot, like his fuck-up coworkers Jeff and Lester. Oh yay, my breakfast is finally here. I was wondering why the hell that took so Speaking long. Speaking of non-turns. That's right, the non-turns here with my eggs. So, Doug, I wanted you to tell the Doug Once Vengeance best prank ever story. This was, uh, I don't know what my, this was at the time when I had a stepbrother. Um, he's not dead, but uh, his, his mom and my dad are now divorced. Um, so, uh, to quote the song, he's just somebody that I used to know. Just put them in the fridge. Thank you, Michael. Sorry. Um... And uh, I don't know what he was doing, but he ended up um, irritating me. So uh, I said I was going upstairs, and which wasn't odd for me as a child. I, w- I would go sequester myself in my room and read books. I'm sorry, my focus is making lots of noise. And uh, do, we, do we want to wait until he's done crinkling everything? He's trying to be quiet. Be nice. Oh, just, just own it. Just do it. It's my fault. I ordered breakfast. Go ahead. Smack the hand. No, you're fine. It's almost right on time. No, it's a little bit early, but that took for freaking ever. Um, Is that all you got, Michael? Yeah, burrito. <laughs> you know they misspelled burrito in the my new job's POS? Uh, it's burrito. Burrito. Which is great, because that's... Is it like a combination of a burrito and a gun? No, it's the... You no, know, that'd be a... Yeah. Burrito. Um, no, that'd be... Uh, the, the joke from Rob was... Uh, I used to call them burritos. Thank you, Michael. And he goes, oh, yeah, because like, that's how it's spelled. And I was like, no, it would have to have two T's. It's got two R's. It would be rolling your R like burrito. I was like, if it had two T's, it'd be burrito. Like, you wouldn't say chicken and waffles. And to this day, I still say burrito and waffles. Um, mm, waffles. Waffles. Um, but no, so I don't know what my stepbrother did to irritate me. Um, probably just be himself. And... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, so I said, oh, I'm going upstairs. And, uh, I waited under his bed, um, until he fell asleep. And then, uh, I waited for him to fall asleep, and he slept with his arm hanging out over the bed. Which is weird. Why doesn't he have the same childhood fear that we all have? Because his dad didn't show him poltergeist at a young age. Um. Neither did mine, but I still mine don't sleep. Mine didn't, that's why I, I don't. I still don't sleep with limbs hanging out of the bed. Fuck No. Um, I'm also going back to burrito. Like, I'm also a burrito sleeper. Like, I kind of cocoon myself up in covers. I like the starfish so. across the bed. But anyways. Um, now that sounds like a, that sounds like a sex position. No. Starfishing is a very recognized term for spreading yourself out across the bed. Starfishing? Go back to your story. Starfishing? Go back to your story. Um. Bitch. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, 
oh yeah, like the whole trick about combining uh, places with things that they shouldn't belong for uh, gross sex things that aren't really real. You could totally call that a New England starfish. Finish your story. So I wait till he falls asleep and I reach up and I hold his hand. Very gingerly, very tenderly. It's and then so I just and then I just wait. And at some point, of course, he kinda like half wakes up realizes. and realizes that something under the bed is holding his hand. And I could feel like that shudder of like the bed moving where he's like, uh uh. And then of course he screams, I laugh. Did he scream like a girl? No, he was still he was I mean, it was like it was a manly scream. It'd be, oh, God, it'd be, it'd, I'm such a girly scream. It'd, it'd be like an African American guy getting killed in a science fiction movie or or a horror movie. I mean, <gasps> yeah, it'd be by male minority death in a you know. Um, That's the kind of scream. It yeah, was. male minority death. Yeah. Seriously though, that that's just fucking brilliant, Doug. I mean, if you ever wanted to get back at somebody, let's go. Oh, God, just it's come out of that good. twilight half sleep. There's something from under the bed holding, holding my hand. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we were probably like, I don't know, like 11 or 12. Like, it's it's not to the point where, like, you're, you know, you're old enough that, you know, you'd just be like, oh, shit, it's, oh, God. Like, you know, like, when you're old enough, you'd have that moment of, like, oh, my God. And then you there start, must be, like, I was oh. going to smoke. Well, you start trying to do two things. You mentally work out why this is happening and how to deal with it. Yes, but as a child, you're just no. like, you can't. Yeah. So it was that. Yeah. So I did that, uh, and now he's like uh, some big buff guy that builds motorcycles in the woods. You can see why. Why did you build a motorcycle in the woods? I don't know. To get around. That's what he does. I don't. I don't know. He grew up in body shops, so I don't know if it's a job. Oh, he like, he like rehabs things, or he uh, does like. Fabrication. I'm. I'm not sure. Well, both my. I was gonna say both our non-terminative my gentlemen love to tinker around with crap like that in their off hours. But I. I think. Yeah. I think he and his wife are uh, like one of the seventeen people living in Montana right now. So. Um. Or. Or one of the Dakotas. Do they really need a North and South Dakota? Can't you just combine them into Dakota? No one fucking cares. Well, what about Vermont and West Vermont? That's not a thing. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There are not two Vermonts. Well, there was during the Civil War. They wore poofy wigs then. I'm saying now. Not during the Civil War, they didn't. During the Civil War? Yes. That was during the Revolutionary War. Oh, my War. God. Did you see... Did Oh, you probably haven't... The, the, I just watched the new Bill Maher. Mm-mm. And they talk about how um, the uh, the Twitterverse exploded over the Miss America. Have you heard about this? What, the fat thing? No. Oh, God, no. I'd be better if she was fat. Um, no, no, no. She got accused of calling one of the other contestants fat. Anyways, it's not important. No, the new Miss America is a, uh, She's Indian. Indian. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, everyone who actually says the word Murica broke out on fucking Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah. It was so like... stupid. It was like... You know, God they're Miss they're Miss America, and they work in Seven Elevens, or like way to go terrorists. And you're like, well, that doesn't even make any sense. That's actually a good lead in for one of our topics. Hold on, and uh, so they uh, break into that. And uh, speaking of the Civil War, is is my segue here? Um, uh, that um, they were talking about what if uh, Twitter was around for the Civil War, and it was like if Abe Lincoln had a um. 
uh, a Twitter account and something. It was something like, shut the fuck up, Jewbeard. Like, I was oh, cracking God. the fuck. And it was like, at Abraham Lincoln, just go to the theater and die already. Like, well, because he, he started talking about, like, just the sheer hatred on Twitter. And it was like, yeah, people were wasting their time saying, fuck you and your fucking stupid face, Zach Braff. He was like, and, like, why they were attacking uh, Miss America and Jonah Hill <laughs> and all this. are so stupid. Yeah, they are. So stupid. Especially on Twitter. However, there is a, I think it's on BuzzFeed, but it might be on Cracked. There was a, a whole link, and it was, like, Facebook posts from famous moments of the past. And there was one about Martin Luther getting super drunk and somebody daring him to nail his, uh, I was going to say, nail his... Uh, demands for the church on the church door and that drunk crazy SOB actually did it. Oh, that Martin Luther, not... Yeah, okay. The original Martin Luther? Not Martin Luther King? Oh, I'm sorry. My phone's telling me to drink water. Sorry. Oh, like, there's an app for that? Yeah. Wow. Um, I was just like, your phone's peeing. No, it's telling me to drink water. I'm sorry. Drink more water. Um... No, uh... People are so dumb. This is the girl with a drink water app. I'm sorry. Just drink water. I was going to say, I'm sorry. You don't ever... Never mind. Never mind. So, people being assholes and making, like, very dated Indian references, I finally watched the James Franco roast. Which you yeah. recommended to me. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of dated uh, Indian, Indian jokes, reference, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, please make some more references from how many years ago about it, season Saria. I think that was his defense. No, that was one of the things he's like. Really, guys? Really? Fucking. Well, yes. So I watched the James Franco roast. It was highly enjoyable. You mean the James Franco slash Jonah Hill roast? With the exception of Adam Sandberg. Dude, he was fucking awesome. No, he wasn't. Kenny Rogers chicken roasted. <laughs> he was fucking terrible. Oh, that was the bad. That was the point. I realized that he was bombing on purpose, but considering how good everyone else does, I'm just like, shut the fuck up, Sandberg. Okay. I liked him. That's right. But Bill Hader took some shit, like some real shit. What was the commercial? Were they making fun of him for? Was it T-Mobile? He's on the, yeah, I think it's the T-Mobile uh, upgrade commercials. Spending that T-Mobile money on Like, yeah, it. way to be on the quit SNL and up on the third largest carrier. Like, he so said Sprint came to him, but he said no. no. Mine was, uh, speaking of 100, uh, 140 characters uh, that no one gives a shit about, Phil Hader's here. here. Uh, the uh, the yeah. line of um, Seth Rogen rolled a big fatty uh before the show, because hell's we're going to get Jonah Hill on stage. That was a really good one. Dude, I'm also they were a big fan tearing. of Grandma Cover Your Ears. <laughs> oh, the, who's... James Franco's Yeah, it was grandma, James Franco's grandma, grandma was yeah. in the... Grandma Cover Your Ears. He's like, yeah. And <laughs> Jeff Ross is like, yeah, she's going to die soon. Like, oh, Jeff Ross was brilliant on this one. And I love Jeff Ross dressed up as his character Green from Spring, Spring Breakers. Breakers. Yeah. <laughs> With the cornrows. Oh, oh yeah. God. Good times. And I think he had, like, too soon written on his neck. Too soon? Um, yeah, it, was, way, a, it anyone, was a good roast. Anyone who's listening, a neck tattoo is always a bad idea. I'm not saying I'm staying. I haven't gotten mine yet. Oh, you're not gonna get a neck tattoo with you know an ex-girlfriend's name on it? Well, not now. Sorry, Charlotte. I just get all of the big ones like in one like 
portmanteau of them. I just love the idea of you getting it in a... Charissima. Oh, wow. That's pretty... Ugh. Ugh, Charissima. Sounds like an awful idea for Sounds a like baby they... name. Chlamydia. I like that. I'm my daughter Chlamydia. Ugh. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. was sinister. So I had a dub day, which we'll talk about, where I basically did anything that I fucking yeah. wanted to. Self-date. Self-date. I totally had a self-date on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But I picked up... Did you get laid? I picked up a copy of the regular show when I went to the DVD you shop. You're going to wait another two dates? Awkward silence. <laughs> I like that one of my coworkers. I, I think I'm one of the oldest people that work there, and I'm not that old, but they're all in their early 20s. And I, and they said something about like, oh, you know, if you start dating, they're going to have to wait to the third date. I'm like, no, I'm in my 30s. That doesn't happen anymore. I've been with the same guy for like five years. I don't think we need to talk about our sex life. What sex life? On my side of things. It's because you're sad. But I didn't... I didn't have to pee, you know, after drinking all that water. Uh, my genitals would be for decoration. They're just for show. Yeah. Just for show. But yeah, I picked up a DVD. Of the it's first so I know when it's cold. And that's it. I'm trying to talk about cartoons and we're going to keep talking about your genitalia. We can talk about both. And I'm sure I, I can tie a, the two together somehow. Now I have a terrible song stuck in my head. Uh, quick, genitals cartoons. Chitara. That's my go-to right there. Cartoon character I wanted to rub on. <laughs> Do you have any Red Bull left? Yeah. Can I have some, please? Uh-huh. Ugh. <clears throat> That'd be a chick's name I'd get tattooed on my neck. That'd be awesome. Mm. Chitara. Uh, say hello to never getting laid again. Chitara on the neck. Yeah, and it'd be like in the like uh, Hispanic like gang like that oh, like of course. super script. Neck, like yeah. I said, if you get a neck tattoo, it has to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, you can put America. No, I would no. You know your two great loves, Chitara and America. And America. Oh yeah. It's like when I was gonna get that uh, Elvish tattoo. <laughs> that said elves suck, but an Elvish. One ring to rule them all. No. Oh well. But yes, I picked up season one and two on Divid of the regular show. Uh-huh. I just made you watch The Power. The Power. What's the name of the episode? No, I know. Oh, excuse me, I'm burping Red Bull. Ugh. Maybe if I have a band, I'll call it Burping Red Bull. Not Peeing Wizard? No, not Peeing Wizard. Pissing Wizard? However, that did happen in the, the Power episode. Of the... Yep. Okay, so I, in, in my head, it's totally a Casio, the keyboard that they have. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's totally a Casio. I love that he steals the Casio off a park bench while the wizard who has it is peeing in the bushes because he's about to die if he doesn't. That and the fact that one of the characters, Mordecai, names it the power because he's always wanted to have a girlfriend named, named the, the power. power. I think the part that really sells it to me is when they put on the long sleeve sweatshirts and do the whole the little... hold the empty sleeve arm in the middle dance. Oh, yeah. And I, am I describing it well enough? We could put a video up later. A link of it? Like I said, because I don't know how to describe it. It's just one of those things where 
They give you, that was the first episode they ever aired. They give you absolutely no explanation of the characters, what they do, where they live, the other people that happen to exist. I was, yeah, like, confused on, like, they work on a golf course? No, they work in a park. And they live in a house that's on the park. But they give you no explanation whatsoever of what's going on. And you just have to accept that they have this magic keyboard where if they... That there's a wizard. Like, yeah. If you do a little dance and sing songs that rhyme well enough, then what you want will happen. Yeah, like real life. Give us a raise, loser. <laughs> don't call him a loser. I don't want him to cry. He's sensitive. That inflated head monopoly man? Yes, Pops. Mm-hmm. There's an episode later on, which I'll try and find for you, where one of the characters, Rigby, accidentally sees Pops naked. Awesome. And he can't get the image out of his head, and they eventually have to go into his memory to try and change the image and get rid of it. They got Eternal Sunshine it. Love that movie. Don't watch it when you're drunk, though, because it's just sad. It was like right after uh, uh, Charlotte and I split. Um, oh, you I, mean when you were torturing me with Dire Straits? Yeah, but here, talk about torture. That was at the time where um, The don't Fountain watch, just came say, out on DVD. I was about to say, don't watch The Fountain if you've just gotten broken up with. Uh-huh, I was going to watch it because I, I was like, oh, Darren, no Darren Aronofsky movie. Like. On a side note, the soundtrack for that is phenomenal, and it is great to listen to while you're working. Who did the soundtrack? The Fountain? I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up. It's mostly instrumental, but it's Well, yeah, but it, it seems like it'd be the guy that did, like, um, Twin Peaks, whatever his name is. I'd have to look it Paul up. But, you know, like I said, it's fantastic. But, uh, yeah, my friend Heather Stenson was like, yeah, don't do not do that. Don't, don't, don't watch, watch that fountain. movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in hindsight, uh, my brain would have been like, yep, I want I want Charlotte to get cancer. <laughs> Apologize to Charlotte. Sorry, Charlotte. Sorry, Charlotte. Hand slap. Shame slap. There we go. Like I said, apologize to Charlotte. Sorry. Has she gotten back to you about her sock yet? No. No, she's been busy making wizard chest jewelry. Okay, now I want to see it. I'll show you. Anyways, did you throw the sock away yet? I don't actually know where it is, though. Thank God. But, like I said, I highly recommend... Charlotte puppet out of it. <laughs> I highly recommend the regular show, and it's weird and random in the same way that Adventure Time is, which is also yes. another one that I picked up when I was having Dead Day. I love Adventure Time. I love the show DiMaggio doing... Uh, mm-hmm. Jake the dog. There we yeah. go. I had to think of his name for a second. I had to, I had to sing the theme song in my head to think of Jake's name. Well, whenever they, whenever, uh, whenever um, John DiMaggio was on... Um, Doug yeah. loves movies. They they kind of like half shit on him for oh he's running late because uh, he's busy voicing a dog. What's the other dog that he does? On pound puppies. Oh, did he do pound puppies? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that doesn't surprise me. Though. Oh yeah, I have a young daughter. He he's on pound puppies. He plays like the what's what's the breed of the dog that was Shaggy Dog. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's not coming to me. But like he's that dog. That, or that breed of dog. It's going to piss me off now. I'm going to sit up in the middle of the night and be like, Matador! And then text you. I did it just sound like you yelled Matador. Matador! Matador! Worst night terrors ever. Uh, I'd love <laughs> to ask you a question about books. I love rereading books. Do you ever reread or no? Uh, I haven't recently. Um, I reread pretty constantly. I actually sometimes find some books more enjoyable when I'm rereading them. I'm rereading a series now called um, Brotherhood of the Black Dagger, which are totally vampire girl porn novels. Okay. 
But what I love about rereading them is that I can totally just skip over the B plots and read the characters that I like. It is fantastic. Um, I do that when I reread comics. I'll I'll tend to skip over um, certain panels because exactly. I just like I said, you can skip over the B plots or the characters you don't give a fuck about and just read what you I enjoy. I hate to say it, but sometimes I do that on the Sandman. Oh, I can totally because see that because there he are... has lots of little side stories or yeah, or like just the, the story or... of the the. The not the czar, um, the sheik or whatever it is. The, yeah, the one with the um, is it the, the apple. The no, the city of Baghdad in the bottle. Oh, the city in a bottle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. which is a great, a great issue. I mean, phenomenal, and I love. I think that's the Israeli art, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, but it's just like when I reread it, I just skip it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I it doesn't. I don't. I don't need that no, to. It's like to, one of those things. Like I know why you put to enjoy it in the there. Kindly ones. I know this is integral to the plot, but I know what's going to happen now, and I don't care. So I'm just going to read about the characters that I like. Yeah. So I sometimes like, even with Ready Player One, I love that book. But now when I reread it, I totally start in the middle. Yeah, because you don't need their world set up. Exactly. So like I said, I sometimes find books more enjoyable when I'm rereading them, and I have books that I reread constantly. Like it's about time for me to reread Snow Crash. It's been about a year. Oh my god, so I've got a great story about Snow Crash. Go ahead. So I'm at work, and this guy walks in with a shirt that says "Realities for people that can't handle science fiction." Nice. Fine. Great. Looks like it's got like a supernova sun in the background. Pretty sciency. Science. Science, and. Um, and I, I told him about Ready Player One, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, you got to check it out." If, if you, I said it, it's like kind of a kind of the of uh, I was like, oh, it's kind of like um, the internet equivalent of Gary Gygax dies, um, you know, and he set up all these Easter eggs to to find his fortune. And he goes, "Oh, cool." I said, "Yeah, and the world is kind of like the world, the virtual world in Snow Crash, Crash. Um, which is like Second Life in uh, in re- in real life." In, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, but a I, IRL, yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, he just goes, Snow Crash. What? And I'm like, oh, I was like, He's got a treasure ahead of him. Yeah, well, and I said, yeah, you read that first. Um, I said, it, it's going to be a bear to get through the middle of it, because mm-hmm. it gets kind of academic, it's but, totally but, bear, but yeah, but, but it's worth it on the first read. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of a modern neuromancer. Blank stare. I'm like, fucking, and I was like, William Gibson, I was like, fucking, I was like, Neuromancer, Mona Lisa Overdrive, one of the newer ones, Spook Country, I was a big fan of, and it had one of the characters from Neuromancer in it. It just makes me wonder if he reads at all, or if he just Well, it was just one of those, like, I, I, like, what? Like, how do you wear a shirt that says, like, science fiction and not... He might not read, he might just be a TV or an internet guy. Well, but that, that's true, I mean, I'm assuming he probably knows what Firefly is. But, um... Did you Doctor Who in? No. Being that you and I are both sitting here wearing Doctor Who t-shirts. Brown-coated. Um, nerded. Nerded. No, I did, I, I did nerd him. Oh, man, I had a, the best conversation. This guy uh, came in and um, we ended up talking about Superman and Batman and Avengers. Like, the, the all the movie cinemas, or movie universe stuff that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um... For fucking 45 minutes. Epic. Like, my coworker went out for two smoke breaks. I just kept talking. I mean, it was great. We talked about if Brian Cranston was Lex Luthor. We talked about the Ben Affleck thing. How, you know, what we thought of Man of Steel. What our theories were on who Ultron's gonna be. 
Um, not that it's going to be uh, uh, James Spader, but... Um, you mean, like, the character? Well, like, where's it going to come from? Because you don't have um, Hank Pym yet. Um, and I'm throwing my... I'm going to throw my two cents in on where Ultron's going to come from um, right now, because I want to be ahead of the curve. I don't care if I'm wrong. I think this is fucking great. Um, is uh, And it would be, it would be great for Paul Bettany... Um, but it's going to be interesting if they do this with James Spader is I, I want, I, I think, uh, it, I want to say it's going to be the corrupted Jarvis AI. Ooh. I'd love it's that It's the idea. way to get around because then he would have access to the Iron Man tech to make his Ultron body. I like that idea. It makes sense. And he would have like files on all the Avengers, like, you know, the way the Batman had all, uh, the way Batman had all the contingency plans in Tower of Babel. I ever t- did you ever read Tower of Babel? No, but I watched the one where his contingency plans all get stolen. Yeah, yeah, uh, Justice League Doom. Yeah, which was based on Tower of Babel, but but I like I really like Justice League. No, Doom. it's in Babel really they like they changed Doom. a few things, and I'll tell you how they take down the Flash is fucking awesome. They shoot him in a neck with a vibrating bullet, so he can't vibrate out of its way, and it puts him into light speed seizures. And they're talking, and he goes, they pull the, the bullet out of him, and he stops having these light speed seizures. And he goes, yeah, there were entire days I just wanted to, like, I just wanted to die. How long was I out? And they go, 22 minutes. Cool. Oh, God, it's brutal. Thank you, Mark Wade and, and Howard Porter. Um, yeah, Tower of Babel's one. Oh, and all this is going on while Rachel Ghoul is setting up a, uh, a literal Tower of Babel that... Um, First scrambles our ability to read, mm-hmm. and then scrambles our ability to um, uh, talk verbally. Interesting. Like you either read you read gibberish, and then at that point you just hear gibberish. So it completely. I mean, think about like what would wow, happen it's like to the hospitals. Times ten. Huh? It's like the gentleman times ten. Um, it's probably heavily yeah, sorry. influential sorry. in in uh, my idea that uh, I think we discussed I don't remember if it was off air or not your Doctor Who plot yeah um, well it's not a. it's just a general villain but in my head it was kind of spun out of the gentleman and the silence yep. um, well obviously a healthy dose of, of Tower of Babel um, but the way they they uh, kind of defeat uh, kind of pick at the, the bad guy is very Doctor Who-ish interesting so but anyway um yeah, let's talk about iOS seven. This is all you. I'm, an um, I'm not gonna go off. This isn't. This isn't the. I, this isn't the it crowd. This isn't the IT crowd podcast. <laughs> um, this isn't. Uh, all right. This isn't rest in peace. This isn't G four. Um, Please name some more nerd shows. Well, but I mean ones that are tech happy. Um, You're just mad because you have to say I have two dots now. Yeah, that they changed the part. It's a complete visual overhaul, and it looks. Um, You'll, you'll hear me say this on, on something different later, uh, but I say it's like tripping ass in Disney. Um, everything's pastel, everything's semi-3D, uh, and I forgot where I parked. Um, no, I, I, I got the, I got, I had a friend say, oh, it's really trippy. Uh, that was in the morning. By nightfall, I had, um, that was dramatic by nightfall. Um, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um... But at night, I, I had the time to, to download the update and update everything. And, I mean, they changed some of the sounds. They changed the look. Um, that would tick me off. I have hard enough time getting used to a new phone as it is. They, oh, I'll get there. Uh, instead of bars, I have dots, which sounds so fucking douchey. 
Sorry, I've only got two dots. Like, Sorry, yeah, like how's your three G? Oh, I'm only no, I'm I only have one dot. Um. Uh, my two biggest uh, bitches on it uh, right off the bat were that I uh, once I figured out how to search the internet on my phone because mm-hmm. um, it took me a little while to navigate uh, the the mobile Safari. Um, that sounds like some bullshit. Uh, then I yeah I spent like you know instead of reading at the end of the night I I just Googled like how it's to do certain things. Yeah. Because um, I couldn't figure out how to force quit applications uh, out of the multitasking, um, which looks ripped directly from Android, which people can complain, but I think Apple was smart and went, hey, Android, do this, work out all the bugs, and then we'll just kind of, you know, mirror it. Like I said, I'm an Android user. There's a few things about it that tick me off, but I mean, it's um, just me. But, uh... Yeah, and my neighbor's asshole dog won't shut up. Okay. okay. Um, I like that. You and I went like, silent. And then the dog got silent. Um, but then, yeah, it forces you to use a dedicated podcast app, not necessarily the Apple Podcast app, which I do use, which has come a long way since I last tried it, and I didn't. I hated it. Um, it's oh, yeah. come. No, it, you were vehemently anti Apple yeah, Podcast app the first time you tried it. Um, I'm I'm a lot better at it, um, and I think when I tried it was when. Um, I think initially you had kind of chucked the nerdist at me. This is like in the very the infant stages of me getting into podcasts. Yeah, so I, I, was, I picked up the nerdist because it was recommended on Apple. I was going to say on the Apple um, Store site, my iTunes site. Yeah, I was going to say, and it was staff recommended, and I'm like Chris Hardwick. I looked at their look at their guests. I'm like, this sounds interesting, and I ended up really liking it. Well, yeah. I was going to say, and so I told you to try it. Um. But I, I fell into I mean I fell into a, a, a very deep podcast hole right off the bat because um, you know my brain it's it's always hungry for new things. That's the same thing um, with me is I wanted new knowledge I wanted new insight. Yeah, yeah. and uh, combine that with um, uh, I've been reading Chris Howard's uh, uh, book The Nerdist The Nerdist Way Yeah. Kind of a hard one to read at night because it's like I just want to unwind with a story as opposed to reading a self help book. Um, but he talks about having nerd brain, which, you know, like pinpoint accuracy, uh, being so obsessed with something, you just break it down to a quantum level. Um, combine nerd brain with that, like, always hungry for more thing. Now you're burping. Now I'm burping. We are burping Red Bull. Um, See? Opening up for... Pissing uh, Wizard. Pissing Wizard and, uh, and Sister- Baboon Witch Doctor. Sister Cripple. And Sister Cripple. Um, and Gary King and the Enablers. Um, Mordecai and Rigby. I mean, Mordecai and the Rigbys. Eh. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I fell down a real big uh, podcast hole, and uh, I think I didn't like the app because I was literally getting into, like, nine different podcasts, and it was a lot to see in a, a certain uh, UI, a uh, user interface. But I think they've really come a long way since then. Yeah, you're a lot um, happier. So, um, yeah, I just used the, the Apple podcast one, and it's it, it works. What did you recommend for Android? I recommended uh, Dog Catcher or Podcast Addict. Okay. Um, I like Podcast Addict's um, interface a bit more, um, but uh, Dog Catcher's got uh, better features, so it's kind of a... Six of nine. Uh, yeah, yeah, it depends on how tech-savvy you are in the end. Mm. 
Uh, pushing along. Sleepy Hollow? You haven't seen it. Um, we don't have to so, talk about it now. Uh, but I, I will say... I put the non-turn on it, but who knows how long that'll take. I wish I would have kept it. Well, he's rehabbing um, a laptop for me, so that's his big... I was going to say that's his big chore right now. Um, Other than getting me breakfast, apparently. It's not really that big of a chore. It's not like he's cooking it. Don't let him cook you anything. Oh, the kid, the stepbrother that I scared, mm-hmm. we tried to make breakfast for our parents once. Didn't work out, did it? Gray, crunchy eggs. Mm. They're gray because of the shells in them and the chemicals turned. Yeah, it's. Wow. And my dad's like, okay, well, that was great, Crunch. Um, How old are you? Uh, once again, like, you're looking between, like, you know, uh, let's see, they got married when I was in fifth grade, so that puts me at, what, 10 ish? About. So, I mean, you're looking at probably between 10 and 12. Okay. Um, Still couldn't cook, cook eggs. No, I'm the guy that fucked up pudding at home ec. Yeesh. Yeah, you're supposed to use milk and pudding, not water. I had chunky chocolate water. <laughs> did you want to talk about Sleepy Hollow or did you want to wait? Um, I will say this before you see it. Um, makes total sense that it was created by uh, two guys that wrote Transformers. And uh, Len Weissman, the guy that did um, Underworld. Okay, I'll, I'll think about it's that. Very going stylized, in. but I liked it. I think about that going in. Um, so TV played a joke on you, apparently. TV played a joke on me. Um, I know that we've always had the the joke where we we have actors playing the same Good character, same character throughout different roles. Um, uh, we've done that with Tom Hanks, Nicholas um, Cage, and Nicholas Cage. Although now I like to think about Simon Pegg that way. Especially after seeing uh, World's End, you probably yeah. I'm sure you because you know that's what happened to Simon Pegg after he went into space for the second time. And trying to commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming a raging alcoholic and trying to commit suicide. Shots. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. But uh, yeah, so I was uh, the movie was on mute. I was watching it at work. We have TVs, and I throw it on AMC um, so that when it's slow, I can just watch Clint Eastwood marathons. Um, and uh, and I see the space movie, and I see Gary Sinise, so of course my mind automatically, and I would assume a lot of people would probably do this, you'd probably go... Apollo 13. Apollo 13, Lieutenant Dan Space. Like I said, Gary Sinise Space. The Apollo only 13. space movie I could think of with Gary Sinise in it was Apollo 13. But no. No, it wasn't. Terrible, terrible because then untruth. All of a sudden, there's a computer screen with DNA Helix and Don Cheadle with a really bad beard, and I'm like... Oh fuck! This is totally. This is how I do this. This is totally Ghosts of Mars. No wait, that was Ice Cube. I'm now con- entirely confusing myself, needlessly, and then realize it's Mission to Mars, which I have not thought of that movie probably since it came out. Which is one of those things because it's something I once said to you in exasperation. You're like a fucked up IMDb. I am, and but it's so funny because I was like, oh my god, like. I just did this whole Gary Sinise plays this character throughout, and I was like, I just did that in real life by accident. Whoops. So yeah, TV played a fun, fun trick on me. Uh, going into the corrections department, the internet told me I'm wrong. Lucy Punch was the actress we were trying to think of from Ben and Kate. Yes. Who was uh, also in Hot Fuzz and quite a few other things. Uh, she was in Hot Fuzz. Bad Teacher is the one I, I really know her from. Um, and then she was on the failed, I shouldn't say failed, but scrapped... Uh, first pilot of uh, uh, Bendis and uh, uh, Powers. Uh, Powers, yeah. Um, um, she's um, also in a very terrible, terrible Paul Rudd 
Carell movie called Dinner for Idiots? Dinner for Schmucks. Is it Schmucks? Schmucks, yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot that. Oh, man. That's a was, terrible movie. It was, it was really bad. She was funny in it, but it was a really bad movie. I heard the original so much better. Probably. I mean, the premise sounds interesting. Yeah, but leave it to America to screw it up. Leave it to America to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Shame on you, America. Shame on you, America. And mistakes I made this week. So, like I said, I had a dev day. Took myself out. I was at the park working out, and halfway through I decided I wanted to go to the DVD store. And uh, here's a nerd one for you, Doug. At the Divid store, I got season two of Adventure Time, season one and two of Regular Store, and season two of Veronica Mars. Okay. Yeah, a little nerdy. After that, and I'm walking, and it's extra funny because I'm totally in my workout gear this entire time and just decided I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm a walk home, stopped, and I wanted to go to this place that has Polish food, but they weren't open yet, so I went to the Irish bar and had really nice lunch, and after my workout, had a cocktail at 11.30 in the morning. Okay. And then I went to the bookstore and comic store, picked myself up a new comic and a new Terry Pratchett. Well, not new Terry Pratchett. New but to one, you. Yeah. One that I didn't own. After that, I came home and went to the grocery store and bought all the shit to make pesto from scratch and, like, just had, like, the most relaxing, awesome day ever. Okay. Man, have I paid for it since then. I cannot tell you all of the shitty days at work I've had since then. Why is it that you have an awesome day and then life feels the need to totally fuck you over after that? I swear, like, I, I paid for that self-date a thousand times over in irritation. Which is great, because if that's the basis, my life's going to be gold for the rest of it. No, I think you have a happy day, and then you get three crappy ones afterwards. I know, that's what I'm saying. I got nothing but happy days from here on out. If you start singing... God damn it. But like I said, it's just one of those things, like, really? Really? This is what happens when you do something nice for yourself. What does the fawn say? That just makes me think of a joke a friend of mine told me a while ago. Then he elbows the fox. You heard about that new sex book that the Fawns put out? You know, Fifty Shades of A. Oh, that's right. Good. Now it's stuck in your head too. Is Boom. That, is that yours? No, my friend Hefe told me that a while ago. But yeah, that new sex book the Fawns put out, Fifty Shades of A. Oh, I had the best burn on myself. Okay. Can't. Sp- <laughs> I I've uh, I I was really good about using my science diet, and I actually like I people were like you're. Like, yeah, like, you look a little thinner. Oh, yeah, no, you've been losing yeah. some weight. I mean, you've also um, been walking more. But. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the the day that uh, I was showing that off, um, the day I talk about fucking no good deed goes unpunished. Um, we'll go into that was, social contract. Yeah. Um, but having something bad follow something good was, uh, I was like, yeah, you know. Uh, and uh, I kind of had a, not maybe not a cheat day, but uh, I was kind of up against the timetable and just had fast food. Um, which, of course, was sitting in me and bloating me up a bit. I mean, just, you know. It's a bunch of salt. It happens. Well, but, I mean, like, the food was in my stomach, so therefore I had a bit of a distended, you know. And uh, my friend Ryan decided to poke me like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, I did not go woohoo. Um, did you burp? No, that would have been way better. I just kind of went, um, I, I kind of made, yeah, like, this disgusted, depressed sound. And, uh, yeah, kind of. The shame escaping your body. And then I was just said something about, like, you can't spell Doughboy, you can't spell, was it, you can't spell Doughboy without Doug? Doug. And Ryan's like, oh my god, that's so great, like. That's so sad. Who said that? And I'm like, 
Me. me? About me. Oh, I made myself sad. Ugh. Well, we're about to hit our hour, and we have a great lead into our social contract, asshole. Social contract, asshole. My god, no good deed ever goes unpunished. And I'm knowing specifically, it's probably more to me, but you might get this a little bit. Every time I do something nice for a customer at work, they end up trying to take advantage of that later on. Like, I make them something special because I have the time, or because they're a really good customer, or maybe just because. And then they assume that I have the time to do that every fucking time they come in. Dude, if somebody does you a favor, don't dick them over at it later on. Mine would be more, um, I tend to do a lot of the closing stuff at work. Now they assume that you do it, don't uh -huh. they? Yeah. Like I said, it's a no good deed goes unpunished. You're like, I did this because I didn't think you had time, or maybe I had a little bit of extra time. I just felt nice don't, to just do it. Like I said, don't assume I'm going to do this every time. Like I said, don't, because I did something nice, don't make it my work now. It took me years to figure out that uh, for all the cigarettes I bum people, mm -hmm. when I'm low and I need a cigarette, I'm not going to get that back. It's not like there's a tally and like the universe is like, oh, you bummed like five to those people. Like you when you need bummed. one and you ask somebody, they're going to be like, oh, sorry, bro, last one. Like, well, maybe it is their last one. I know, but. Yes, I get what you're saying get what you're saying. But like I said, it's just, it's a no good deed goes unpunished. And I, I know that we're very pay it forward in our social contracts. Yeah. Just because we want everyone to kind of be patient and kind and a little bit gentle with each other. But yeah. sometimes that totally kicks you right in the junk. Yeah. And not gently. No. Not gently at all. They're really bruising up your beanbag. They're really... <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. But social but contract asshole. I think we're gonna going. I think we're gonna. I think we're just wrap it up at bruised beanbag. Yes. Now we're gonna eat my eggs. Who's that knocking at the door? Why it's our supervillain friend of the show. Hello. We have some questions for you if you'd like to answer them. That would be acceptable. Of Central City asks, how would you handle a bully? A show of force is recommended. Exert your own power. Yeah, because a whisk and a plunger are really terrifying. I can't help it. Davros made me this way. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for Omos Bacon and Banjo!